You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you're managing to keep your head up as we end the year in the uncertain way in which we have moved through the year. For the last three weeks, we've been looking at aspects of sick leave and sickness policy and procedures. And as we near the end of this series of podcasts, one of the last things we need to look at is the occupational health process and in particular what happens if you disagree with your occupational health report. So when might you be faced with a situation like this? Well there are occasions where you might find yourself off sick with a long-term illness which has been managed by your consultant and GP both of whom feel you are not fit for work. But their decision then puts you in conflict with your employer's sickness absence policy. And because of this, your employer may then decide that you need to see their occupational health representative to get a second opinion. And what happens is that when the occupational health's second opinion comes through, you find that you disagree with the report because it's at odds with the report provided by your own consultant and or GP. So what happens next? Well, being dissatisfied with the content of your occupational health report is not as uncommon as you might think. You and the employer's health team can disagree about the cause of your ill health because you may have been working with your health team on one causal factor, but when you're examined by an occupational health doctor, that doctor may bring a wider range of issues that the doctor feels may also be contributing to your ill health. It's therefore understandable that you might then question a report containing these wider ranging issues because from your point of view, you might think that your employer might try and use any of these wider issues to say that you are fit for work sooner than your GP thinks you are or to say that you are unfit for work when you think you're ready to return to work or even to say that you're permanently unfit for your job and therefore your contract should be terminated. So the next question is whether there's anything you can do if you have an occupational health report that you don't agree with. Well, generally, the occupational health doctor has a duty to report to your employer what the doctor believes are the facts of your real health which are preventing you from returning to work. But even if this is the case, the occupational health doctor should explain to you that the purpose of sending you the occupational health report before sending it to your employer is for you to have early notice of what the report contains and for you to check the factual accuracy of the report. 
And what this means is that your occupational health report does have to be accurate. But what this does not mean is that you will be given the opportunity to agree everything in the report. These two things don't go together. The occupational health doctor should therefore explain to you that the main priority in the report is not to conceal or withhold relevant information when writing a report that is linked to employment or insurance purposes. In these circumstances, the occupational health doctor has a duty to report findings as they are found at the time. The occupational health doctor will also explain to you that inaccuracies in the report can be corrected by you and by the occupational health doctor. But relevant information that is linked to the purpose for writing that report can't be left out no matter how much you disagree with it. And if this means that the occupational health doctor believes that the wider issues in the report are also contributing to your ill health, even if you don't want those issues in the report, and even if those wider issues are not the reasons you believe you're unfit for work, then the occupational health doctor will be duty bound to mention these issues in the report. But the occupational health doctor should agree to make sure the report contains everything you want to say about your ill health. And you should be given time to add your comments to that report. And so you might decide to add any relevant background information so that the new health information being added by the occupational health doctor is being viewed by your employer in its right context. But what happens if you still disagree with the report and refuse to consent to the report being shared with your employer? What happens then? Well, the occupational health doctor cannot send the report to your employer without your consent. And to do so would be a breach of your data protection rights. Remember, even though you consented to attend an occupational health review and even though you consented to the occupational health report being completed, you can withdraw that consent at any time and your withdrawal has to be respected. If you don't want to share your report with your employer, you can refuse to do so. But whilst respecting your wishes not to share the report, the occupational health doctor does have a duty to explain to you what the consequences could be from your refusal to share the report. Consequences such as putting yourself at a disadvantage when discussing things like your prognosis for returning to work or negotiating things like reasonable adjustments for you so that you can return to work. So then the next question to ask is, if you withdraw your consent for your occupational health report to be shared, can the employer make the occupational health doctor share your report? And the answer to this question is no. 
No matter how much the employer might want or need your occupational health report, if you have withdrawn consent for your report to be shared, the employer cannot make the occupational health doctor share your report or share any information contained in that report. But what you do need to know is that if the employer is making decisions about whether you will be fit enough to return to work within a timescale that suits the employer's business, or whether the employer is seeking to make adjustments to your working arrangements, those decisions can only be made with the information the employer has available at the time. Now, when it comes to the employer making decisions about whether you can even return to work, there is employment rights case law on this matter, which involves an unfair dismissal case where the employee refused to share the occupational health report and in a bid to find out about the employee's condition, the employer googled the condition and looked at several scenarios for whether the employee would be able to return to work within a reasonable time frame. And after checking online, the employer decided the employee would not be able to return to work in a reasonable time frame and dismissed the employee. The employee then brought a claim of unfair dismissal to an employment tribunal claiming that the employer did not act reasonably in dismissing the employee due to ill health because the employer did not have all the right information when making that decision. However, the tribunal did not agree and ruled that the employee's failure to share the occupational health report left the employer needing to use any reasonable means available to come to a decision about the employee's illness and whether it was possible for the employee to return to work. And in all the circumstances, the tribunal ruled that it was reasonable for the employer to search online for any helpful information to assist the employer to come to a decision about the employee's circumstances. And the tribunal also said that in all the circumstances, the employer acted reasonably in dismissing the employee. So I guess the moral of this week's episode is that being asked to visit your employer's occupational health doctor can be both a positive experience for you if you receive a report that can help you to negotiate a helpful return to work package but also the experience could be worrying for you because you could also end up with a report that you feel harms rather than helps the understanding of your health needs. And where this is the case, if you decide to withhold your report and not share it with your employer, you need to bear in mind that your employer can still use the absence of a health report as a basis for taking action against you, which the employer believes is in the best interests of the business, as long as the employer can evidence that the actions taken are reasonable in all the circumstances 
and are reasonable in all the circumstances available to the employer at the time the decision was made. And that's it for this week. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. Remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We'd love you to share your views with us and tell us what you think about the podcast. By the time this episode is aired on the podcast, it may well be Christmas week. And if so, we wish you happy holidays and look forward to meeting you in our next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.